What's good? Welcome back to Off the Dope and Not the Crazy House with Anthony Ray. You are now listening to Anthony Ray. And as always, as always will be, I appreciate you for coming to share some time with me. Today I want to talk about a lot of people's favorite topic and some people think this is very controversial. I've spoken about this you know, scanned over it a few times in other um, segments of this show. But I would also like to talk about it today a little more in depth. And that's weed. That good green. You know, so many names for it. That Keisha. You know, I want to talk about that. Let's talk about it. Because I think that I... I I, I do want to make sure I let everybody know that my thought process when it comes to drugs in general is that I believe that in the long term, it's not a great idea. I don't think it is. Just from my personal experiences. But that doesn't mean that I don't believe that some of them do have benefits or that it's up to me to try to impress upon you that you shouldn't do da 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 da. Even though I do believe that it's not, in the long run, I think it destroys discipline, which is a vital thing that we need in order to push ourselves and in order to maintain ourselves, actually. And when you, when you lose your discipline in life, and this is from my experience I found that It is something that you fight to get back In order to get on your feet It's not just something that you're just all Like if you're a person out there Who wants better things And you desire More than where you're at Let's say you're out there right now And you are strung out But you're not the one who, while they're strung out out of all the people that you're around and you might be around many people who are strung out you're the one who is not okay with this it bothers you it eats at you that you're you know that you're not where you want to be that's part of what's depressing you you know part of your your issue with yourself and that 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 bad perception you have of yourself right now is because you know that you're better than this so that's different to me. That 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 person right there is you are someone who I would I'm talking to when I say that it, it doesn't help you because you're the person who knows that your lack of discipline is actually what's causing it. So you're going to desire to get your discipline back in order to get yourself out of this situation. It's gonna be one of the things you go regain. And build back up There are people out there though Who believe that it's just a fun thing To do sometimes And I can understand that I truly do I mean I spent my time I've spent time doing it So It's a thin line It's a thin line to walk Between me Telling you what I know for a fact to be right in the end for you or the future and trying to not to be super, super judgmental because 
the truth of the matter is in this in this day and age what we're what we're looking to do is not judge anybody we don't want nobody judging us we don't want to judge nobody else but in the end of the day judgment is necessary we need not get rid of judgment you know your one thing i found out in life is that the people that are your haters you know everything they say is not completely false you know the truth like they say your 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 hater in an effort to hurt your feelings might tell you something that's true you know and as well it'd be good for you or or you know good for us to be able to look into that and say okay this is the real out of what they said and here's the part where you know things got misconstrued because of their point of view how they want me to take this but i need to take the truth out of this and there's truth in being judged there's truth in good judgment so i'm, I'm not one that believes that there should be a judgment free this or that like no it's that everything don't have to be judgment free every zone don't need to be a judgment free zone because that's not really a a a, a zone where you're gonna learn the whole 360, the whole the whole span of knowledge that you could get, because you're afraid to be judged. It bothers you to be judged, and that 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 doesn't make sense to me. So, this is just my introduction. It's kind of let you know that I believe people deserve to have their freedom I do if you want to destroy your life then by all means it's it's your it's your right if you think that I'm wrong by what I'm saying that's your right too you know but the truth of the matter is I've lived this I've walked this people can tell you that they've seen me in different stages of life People have seen me in, in a real bad state because of this. People have seen me in a real good state prior to messing with this stuff. So people can say whatever they want. I've dealt with many different things. And so I know that what I'm saying might not be something that all people agree with. But I'm telling you, man, I'm trying my hardest to give you the truth and to give you the real. So... I've been saying I needed to do research on this or do research on that. And so I said, man, let me do some research on on green, on weed, on that Keisha. You know, let me let me see what's good. And so the first thing I went, I went and watched the guy. His name is uh, Marvin D. Sapala, MD. He's a psychiatrist and he is the chief medical officer of the Betty Ford Clinic. Or now the Betty Ford Foundation, I believe it's called. And he was trying to determine whether or not weed was good or weed was bad. But, you know, in a long-term effect. And a lot of people believe they already know the answer to this. But it's so crazy because... To me, it's not cut and dry. Because I'm one of the people that they're gonna, you're going to hear about here later on that might have been uh, prone to the psychosis or the schizophrenia, maybe... And so whenever I smoke weed, not not whenever, but 
it's been a long like even as a, a teenager i would smoke weed and I, all i remember feeling was paranoid now now except for when i first used it like the first few times i'd use it i would feel the first maybe even year or two that i used it i felt the euphoria and all that after that i started to feel a heavy sense of paranoia and self-consciousness now the self-consciousness was i'm sure part of that deeper mindset because i'm already a thinker and for me weed was always the drug that it took me deeper than that i'm you know it's like i don't even need to be that deep i'm already thinking deeply about something now i'm way too deep and you know it, it it would it it brought out the it can bring out realities it can not when i say bring out it can amplify realities i would say that it has that ability um or as joe rogan would say um he he said that people get paranoid because inside they feel that sense that they are vulnerable the vulnerability that they feel they finally realize it when they're high and it's not like we walk around like immune to our own vulnerability but when we're high certain people we feel this that like it, it comes out and this is the kind of the, the thing that i remember feeling i could be like in the hood 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 area of somewhere right and i'm fine when i'm not high i'm chilling i'm on my toes but i'm not highly stressed and it's definitely not visible but if I got high back then, I remember saying like, whoa, this place looks super hood now. Like that's, that's what I remember. Like, so now I feel more in, into it. So everything looks, the street, the, the cracks in the pavement look deeper or, or more visible. The, you know, the surroundings start to look even more menacing. And, you know, this is the thought process that's going through my head back in the day um, on weed. And so I, I I I knew even from back then that there are not just good benefits to smoking weed. Now some people gonna say, well, that's just because that's your brain. But I'm not the only one that thinks this way. This is a this is a common thought process. This is a common side effect. And I'll tell you, we're gonna talk about another psychiatrist later on, and she's gonna explain why that happens. Um, on a uh, chemical level but right now let's go back to Marvin D. Sapala, the chief medical officer of the Betty Ford Clinic psychiatrist for them who starts to talk about the effects so he talks about it and he says well the strange thing about weed is that it can actually double the likelihood that you will end up with some type of psychosis or schizophrenic episode double now he's saying that even though that is the case it's still a low percentage you know that that might happen in real life but it doubles that occurrence so that's just something to keep in mind um he also said that how we think and what we remember is negatively affected for the next 24 hours after every every use so whatever you the, the way you think about things and whatever you remember 
is negatively affected for up to 24 hours or for a minimum of 24 hours after you use weed. So these are some of the negative effects we're talking about. Now, mind you, if you're somebody who uses on a daily basis, you use every day. That 24 hour clock never gets reset. It never resets. So this just goes back to the discipline. Now we can have there's there's so many forms of discipline. I guess we could talk, but discipline can be doing something every day, and discipline can mean not doing something every day. So you have the discipline to work out every day, right? But do I have the discipline not to drink soda every day? To not drink soda every day. So do you have the discipline to not smoke weed every single day of the week? See, a lot of people smoke weed every day. So you never get the benefit of not smoking weed every day. So people think that there's only a benefit to something that... So I use weed, so it's da-da-da-da-da to this. And there's the benefits, the spiritual, the da-da-da-da-da. But there's also a benefit to letting your mind breathe, man. Letting your brain breathe. There is a benefit in that. I was just in class and they were trying to tell me to do a. They were encouraging me to do a digital detox to get off all them. You know, for for most people it's social media, but I'm not on a lot of social media, nothing like that. Um, but I do like to listen to something in my ear at all times of the day, some type of YouTube or something. You know, I'm always learning something, and. There really is a benefit And I notice it when I first wake up in the morning Right I wake up in the morning And there's nothing in my ears There's nothing playing It's just And I'm and like I said I'm out here in the country So there's not cars whizzing past and stuff It's 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 silent And I, I can I'll sit in bed for a little bit And sometimes and You know right after I hit my alarm And I'm like it's just quiet You know Then I hop up out the bed And I'll be making up my bed in the morning I make my bed every morning And while I'm making my bed Sometimes I fight with myself Should I be playing something right now or not And usually I succumb And I go ahead and play something in the morning that's spiritual something You know maybe tarot card reading Which I'm, I'm I've, I've laid back on those for a little bit and or I listen to, you know, say something positive, something that's teaching me something while I'm making the bed. And then when I get done making my bed, brushing my teeth and everything is in good order, you know, I start my stretching. After my stretching is done, I put the music on and I start working out. But that whole time I've introduced noise into my day early. So there is there is a positive part of just giving my brain the time to breathe because I can tell even though I haven't taken the steps I needed or that or I haven't used that discipline to say I'm not going to play nothing during this time. Because if I think about it in my day, you know, because after I get done, you know, getting ready for work and head to work, once I get to work, you know, there's no quiet. There's noise all day. 
to the quiet time of the day when my brain is not needing to hear nothing, learn nothing, do nothing. You know, it's already working. It takes half of our brain just to see. <laughs> to see. I learned that too. About 50% of our brain is used just to take in all of the things around us visually. So your brain is is it, it's constantly working. Giving it as much rest as I could would make more sense. So, if you're a constant smoker of weed, your brain never stops having, your brain never stops being negatively affected as far as remembering things and how you perceive things. It's not good. Just, it's so... Here's another thing um, for chronic users over time. There are minor changes in IQ level that can affect your intelligence. Now, there'll be arguments to say, but what is intelligence? And, you know, what is IQ really? And, and I agree with all that. That's a whole nother. But let's just say that they can tell that if you were, let's say, let's let's just say that the test don't mean nothing. Well, even if the test doesn't mean nothing. Like in the larger sense You could still tell that Okay well if you were normally scoring a 125 On this test And suddenly you smoke weed And for the next 24 hours Every time you take this test You can't even score that 125 yet Whether or not that test means nothing or not From now on you can't even from For that next 24 hours You can't even score 125 On something that you've been scoring 125 on that shows that your 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 cognitive abilities your understanding of what you're looking at how you look at what you're looking at has changed in a negative way and i always talk about this all the time and this has a lot to do with the strength of what's being used so they were saying that the on average many many years ago on average 5% THC levels was pretty common. And and I already knew what time it was cuz I'm telling you I I if if I was a weed smoker these days, I'd be looking for some Reggie. See everybody's looking for this other stuff. I'm telling you, if I was a weed smoker to this at this day right now. Because you know, people going to smoke regardless, but if I was smoking weed, I'd be looking for some Reggie. I'd be looking for something with seeds and stems in it. That's just me personally. Um, but since I'm not, I just I'm glad I just leave it all alone. But um, today, the average, on average, the low on the low end, the low grade of weed, and this is according to Marvin D. Sapala, the psychiatrist and chief medical officer of Betty Ford. Deals with this kind of stuff on every day He's saying that on the low end On average the THC is at least 25% THC But that's on the low end He's saying that most people that use these days Want a stronger grade So they're looking for 90% THC or better 90% THC Now we all know the difference between THC Most people on here know the difference between THC you know that that thing that makes you feel high 
and actually causes the negative effects, by the way. Um, and CBD, which is the one that they're actually getting all the, the positive things people are saying come from weed are actually mostly coming from the CBD side, the part that don't even make you high. The negative effects and along with the euphoric positive effect are coming from the THC. Um, I also want to add this into it. When you're looking at what they're saying about weed, because I saw, uh, I saw, I, I did see something that was telling me that they just came out with the research that showed that there are no negative effects to smoking weed. There are none, zero, period. I just, I did just see that, and I would be remiss not to mention it. But my problem with that one is that I believe that that has to do more with big business being involved now because now you got big businesses putting their foot into the weed game so of course they're going to make it seem like there's nothing wrong with it you know you got to understand that when y'all are going to go smoke this weed off the shelf when it gets put into the stores and you got to understand that some of this weed is going to come from the same people who sold you cigarettes the same people that sold you cigarettes are about to sell you weed do you trust them? Do you trust their research teams? The people who they go to and say, find me all of the information you can that shows that what I'm doing ain't messed up so that they'll buy this stuff. I'm telling you, I told y'all I don't trust it from the fact that it ain't got it ain't got natural. St- like it's, it don't. So we're on a natural kick in this world, but we're not on a natural kick when it comes to these drugs. That I mean, you can't even argue that positive part to me right now and say that it's all natural it don't even got seeds man you know when i go to the store and i buy my grapes i'm like man everything's seedless i go to buy i go to buy uh i go to buy uh an orange i'm i'm having an issue finding seed seed seeded oranges It's 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 crazy. So I don't believe that there's nothing. There's no negative. There's no, to say that there's no negative side to it. To me, that makes it even less natural. I don't believe in that. everything got a negative side to it. So if it don't got a negative side to it, that's a negative side to it. <laughs> Oh man Big business is now involved That's a negative So these are some of the things that he was saying So I went from that to watching A lady named Dr. Tracy Marks She's also a psychiatrist And she broke it down She broke the brain down And how weed affects the brain So I want to share this with y'all um, because it's it's interesting So the brain of course has many different parts But she broke down How that part of the, What that brain What the part of the brain is called What that part of the brain Is in control of And How THC Affects that portion of the brain When used So there's a portion of the brain called the hypothalamus The hypothalamus Affects appetite and sexual desire 
when THC binds to this portion of the brain, she says, of course, appetite and sexual desire increase. There's another part called the nucleus accumbens. This portion of the brain affects motivation and reward. When THC binds to this portion of the brain, you get those euphoric feelings. That's when you start feeling high because of the nucleus accumbens um, being affected by the THC. The next part of the brain she's, she, is, is called the amygdala. Now, the amygdala is the portion of the brain that controls emotional responses and fear. THC, when it binds to this portion, is what causes paranoia. That's when paranoia occurs in the amygdala. I guess that's when I'm smoking. That's the portion that's going straight to that part of my brain. The hippocampus is another portion of the brain. The hippocampus is what is, um, well, it, it helps to control the memory. When THC binds to this portion of the brain, it causes problems with short-term memory loss. Now, the spinal cord has many different, um, it does many different things. But one of the things that it does is it sends pain signals. Right, the spinal cord itself being a long conduit itself, but it sends pain signals, and the THC binds to this portion, and it allows you to, you know, this is one of the things that it makes it affects how you feel pain, so it numbs you. You can feel less pain. The cerebellum is another portion of the brain. This is where coordination is controlled and balance. The THC binds here, and of course, your coordination and your balance goes off. Right. These are, there's two more parts of the brain she talks about, so hang in there. The basal ganglia is another portion of the brain. This is the portion of the brain that is controlling the body movement, your body's movement. When THC binds to this portion, it causes you to have slower reaction times. The last portion of the brain she talked about was the cortex which is kind of on the outside of the brain. This part, this portion is kind of cool, is the portion that your perception, your planning and your impulse control is controlled in. When THC binds here, it causes perception issues and psychosis. So why do we go through all the portions? Because, well, we went over all the portions. Number one, because knowledge is power and it's good to know things. Why not? Because we got brains in our head, but we don't even know what the what the parts of our brain are called. That's crazy. Or what they do. And they're in our head. It is like the major portion of our body that, but the average person, the average me or you, we don't know that much about our own selves. Um, or how we work or how we run. So that's one reason. But another reason is because I want you to put this all together and think about what happens when you smoke a high concentration of weed. We're talking about one of those 90% or better portions, okay? And I can attest to this because this is not only have I seen it because I was in the, the, the medical hospital, the crazy house, I saw it in there a lot. Um, 
people affected by what happens when this happens. But it's happened to me. Um, so we talked about how each part of your brain is affected. All the portions, right? But when you smoke a high concentration, it's a great chance that your whole, all your brain is being, all your brain is being saturated because it's stronger. It's, 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 it's reaching more of your brain. So what happens when that happens? We can add it all up together. She puts it well too, Miss Miss Doctor Tracy Marks. Let's let's give her her name because I was gonna say Miss, but she's a doctor, Doctor Tracy Marks, psychiatrist. She says, you find when all that happens, you get somebody who is euphoric yet paranoid, has the munchies, hears voices, stumbles around, responds slowly. Can't pay attention And can't remember things That don't sound like Anything that I'm not I'm That don't sound like something foreign I've seen that before You got somebody who is euphoric Yet paranoid Has the munchies Hears voices Stumbles Responds slowly Can't pay attention And can't remember things now that might sound normal to you I mean that might sound familiar to you From something that you've seen on the outside But I'm telling you I saw this in the crazy house This wasn't abnormal to see The person that's doing all these things So they're mimicking schizophrenia They're mimicking psychosis The hearing the voices thing is the strong one But I just want to throw that out to you Here's something else that's very interesting that I found out too. And this is because a lot of people out there don't believe that there's anything wrong with smoking weed. So they let their kids smoke or whatever it might be. And I'm once again, I'm not the weed Nazi. I'm just telling you like it is and like I've known it to be. You know, we, we one thing we want to do better, I believe. Is to live a wiser life Right so we want to be wiser Even though we're going to make mistakes And we're going to do things that Our bodies want Not that what's best for us But what, what our bodies desire at the time That's just part of living um, And deciding and, and trying to gain our, our Our discipline over time Just deciding Like this how we're going to live or not and sometimes it's it's about bumping your head. You know, it's it's about getting tired of that bad feeling so that you can really dedicate yourself to never feeling that way again. And the bad portion I think happens when you're a kid and that's that 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 thought process is it's it's thrown on you too early. You know, you can't you can't Somebody else is making you feel like it's alright When it's really not alright It's something that's going to hinder you So what both of these doctors actually talk about Is that starting early And we're talking about before the age of 18 If you start smoking weed Before the age of 18 Which is normal In my opinion This is normal most people I would think that started before they were I know I the first time I smoked weed I think I was 15 I 
think so, 15 or 16, something sometime around there. So when you start early, before the age of 18, your memory is already becoming poor. Your IQ is decreasing. And IQ, of course, just in, in, I, I believe it just stands for intelligence quotient. So let's just say your ability to solve problems. It decreases your attention span and your ability to focus on things decreases as well. And it, it stunts your whole brain's ability to develop. Now, what's cool about the brain is that it's it's elastic. So it can bounce back. It can bounce back. Bad thing is, if you start this at an early age, you're how do I, how do I, if you start this at an early age, I think that you're training your brain to only be able to bounce back so far. So you you're you're um you're setting you're setting short boundaries on your own brain or on your child's brain. Because you think it's harmless And that's why I tell people like A lot of people that think something is Harmless ain't seen enough You know Sometimes that saying something like that Is just a amount of ignorance It was a time when they thought cigarettes was harmless I mean we know that they're not now You know um, It's funny too because Even though prohibition and all that Occurred And we talk real bad about the prohibition era And all that and I think that it, you know, I don't think it was that crucial um, to need to do it. It's funny, though, because I also did research about alcohol and alcohol is maybe the most detrimental of all. And as I said, I believe it to be the gateway drug. Um, so we don't always get it wrong. Sometimes I think that what what happens is that we we. We fight people who feel like they are too good. I think that we, I, I think that society as a whole can't stand the holier than thou mentality of people. And I think that sometimes that those people that do feel like they're holier than thou, I feel like a lot of what they're feeling sometimes is not based enough in experience, so that they can't really reach the people they're trying to reach. You know, they're like. This, this, and this. You're going to hell. This, 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 and that. And they've never even touched it. And so there's a there's a disconnect between those two sides. But both sides are, are, are right and both sides are wrong, you know. It's um like even with prohibition, yeah, they went too far. Um in their views of other people. But in the long run, were they actually right? Were they actually right, y'all? Because if you look at the statistics for alcohol, we see horrible detrimental effects on people, their minds, their lives, what's happened to them in life. And alcohol is taking more lives directly and indirectly because the person that drinks and drives they kill people all the time and then they live. It's it's so strange. 
And there's times where they where everybody gets killed. And that person can actually go through life and damage himself so badly that there's nothing he can do to even keep the people around him he wants to keep around him. And we know that this occurs with other drugs too. So even though prohibition is looked at as a joke these days because it was legalized later on, um, I think it's a valid thing to ask. Were they actually right? And how dangerous they thought alcohol was on the community. Um, at least in some way or form. So even though we're looking at weed and weed is about to be legal, I think probably in every everywhere you look, um, because big business is gonna be involved. Does that mean it's right? Because big business is involved. We gotta ask that question. And when you think about your child. Going into a store And he's gonna be buying weed And all that Just remember that There are bad side effects And the last thing our children need Is To lack intelligence In this world To navigate this world takes Not just intelligence but wisdom And you have to be able to perceive it all In a clear way I think most of the mistakes that many of us made on this that are listening to this and on my, my side too like we we made mistakes because I believe our perceptions were just thrown off. I think I think when I started doing drugs, right? My perception of time which I just stopped believing in it altogether at one point. Um it was gone. It was. I didn't even. I was already young. So when you're young, you already think you got time. And so with, now that now I look back, it's like. You realize how quick it really goes. That's just one way in which drugs. Just ruin your ability to create something meaningful for yourself in life. When I was on Facebook, I once posted, I said, uh, what did I say on there? Um, so life is short. Hold on. Life is short, but good things take time. So life is short, but good things take time. And I, and I posed it as a question. So life is short But good things take time What that means to me is that Those two sayings Those two You know Cliche type of sayings That are said Which we We accept them both When I first Hear them I think that they don't go well together Life is short And good things take time But if you put them together They do go together It's more like A warning At that point it's like life is short and good things take time means that you have to use your time truly wisely, which is another cliche. Use your time wisely. I can't do that when I can't perceive it. I'm outside of that perception. To me, it means nothing. Now, mind you, as well, in my community, the black community, and I always say this. 
this is also one of the last things we need is to lower our intelligence to decrease our attention spans our our level of focus this is something we don't need to do to our to our children and i mean this and it's the same for every other culture too so don't get me wrong i'm just saying it because i am black but in every other community it'd be the same thing why would we want to lower their ability to pay attention Their ability to focus. When we know what that did to us. You know, we at work high as hell trying to figure out how do I stay focused. Man, I'm going to tell you, man. <laughs> I messed this dude's haircut up one day. I was in the barbershop. I'm cutting her. Yeah, I cut her before. I used to cut her. And I'm in the shop. I had been up for three days. I was on a three-day meth binge. And not only that, but I was also going to school at the time to be a machinist. So I'm tired, I guess. And your body can only go so far. So while I'm cutting this dude hair, he sat down. He asked me for a taper fade. A taper on the sides. And, you know, just to trim up the top and the edge up. And he'd be done. I'm cutting this hair, talking, whoop the whoop. Man, I blacked out for a quick second and came to. When I looked up, this man had a plug in the top. <laughs> he had a plug deep into the part of his hair that I was just supposed to be trimming. It wasn't a taper part. This was like, this was like, like near the crown, not 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 the top crown of his head, but. It was like in the top portion, upper portion of his top portion, in the upper portion of his cut, somewhere where I couldn't hide it. Put it that way, man. I spent the next five, ten minutes trying to trim, and I, I knew I couldn't do it. And I know he could feel. He like, why is he doing way up there? He shouldn't even be up there cutting my hair. But I just kept trying to touch it up, <laughs> and eventually I had to just give up. He was so mad. He was hot. I could only tell, I'm like, I'm surprised, you surprised, we both surprised. That's what I was thinking in my head, but it was a bad, that's, that's, I couldn't focus. My body just shut off. And I'm telling you, like, that's, that's to me, that, that, that's part of what goes with the drugs. And I'm hoping that this information today that I provided for you lets you know that just because somebody is telling us that this is there's no negative side effect to this and there's no set negative side effect to that that don't that doesn't we we gotta live in a world in our mind no matter what I think we have to live in our in our truth in truth not even in our truth let's take that hour out of it let's live in truth what's true you know, living in our truth sometimes, the reason I say take our out is because when you say you living in your truth, sometimes that has to do with you creating your own skewed perception of what reality really is and forcing it to be what life really is. And then you accept it because you're like, no, this is how I see it. And sometimes that's a good way to be 
when you're like for instance if somebody's trying to tell you not to go for your dreams or something and your dream is something that you could actually attain and somebody's just trying to block you from it then you say no nah, i see this, this this is the way i see it but sometimes it's like what you're saying is not true and we have to be able to hear that and not let people feed us bs because them telling us something doesn't have a downside we we were already in the drug world we know that's bullshit we know it is as i said before and i said again to me somebody who does you know somebody who is a chronic drug user Meaning there's somebody who does not like to go a day without weed. And in some cases can't go a day without weed in their own mind. They can't do it in their mind. They are fiends as like, like, like they would call us. They would call us a fiend or something like that. They were fiending for it too. They fiend for it too. They want it bad. And they would call around looking for it, searching for it. All day just like we were searching for pills Or you know Searching for yellows or blues Or or we whatever it might have been They do the same thing Especially with the increase in the strength of these drugs I think you're going to see more of that So don't let these people lie to you And tell you there's no downside effect They don't want you to believe that Because they want you to be hooked You're going to be going into the store Buying weed like you would buy cigarettes A pack a day Two packs a day it's going to be people like that. And don't say we didn't tell you so. But I'm going to end it there. And what I'm going to say today is, once again, I'm going to encourage everybody, of course, to be physically fit. If you're going to have an addiction, make it a positive one. Get addicted to working out, I'm telling you. You won't regret it. You're going to look at yourself in the mirror a year later and you're going to be like, man, I don't want to go back. <laughs> you know, and while you're doing it, you're going to feel great. It's a high in itself. So find a positive addiction. Go help somebody. Go do something kind for someone today. That's another good addiction. Be addicted to doing kind things. And... Let's live a wise life. Meditate as well. Meditate. Meaning just quiet your mind. You ain't got to do all that chanting and stuff like that. But I don't even think it's necessary. Um, Just for what we're trying to attain, which would be just to have a, a quiet portion of our mind. To have, to start to learn how to control our thoughts. And something that I'm really... Like I said, I, for the for the past month or so, I think I've been having a real hard time. This has been a real something I'm really having to work at. Like it was going smooth selling while I was in the mental institution. I think because I had the time. And now I'm back in the in the world. So in the mainstream part of the world. And I'm having to find a way to refocus myself. So I'm doing these things I'm telling y'all to do. I'm living this way And You know I just wish y'all all the best Alright And No matter what happens Whether you fall You slip Man just get back up Just get back up You know 
it, it there, there will come a time when you'll enjoy being the best you so much that you will despise what you once were. And you'll feel bad for that person who you once were. You won't want to go back to them. You, you, you'll feel glad for who you are. You won't feel like an addict anymore. There'll be no need to count the days. You will just be living. Just living. <laughs> anyways, man. I just... Anyways, y'all, I, I, I just... I just want to finish out like I always do and let y'all know that um, I wish y'all the best and I wish for each and every last one of y'all peace and paper. Peace.